Here I come. Six pack in the back. Thought we'd order a pizza. All right. Hi. <laughs> that was the best acting I've ever seen. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Ross. <laughs> and I am Phil. And this is... Yeah, Ross you do it. You do it. You do it. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I keep telling you I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> I'm not doing it. You do it. You do it. Do it. All right, Diva. So this is Ross yeah. and Phil Talk Movies podcast where two people that know a lot about movies talk about films. And that's kind oh, of it, really. Did I mean, you just, you... just bo- boisterously claim that we know a lot about films? I mean, we've watched a lot of films, which... By association, yeah. and we've made a few. So by association, yes. we probably know more than some people, but not as much as others. That sounds about right. So, the, so this episode is one I've been kind of waiting for, looking forward to, and dreading, um, because today we're going to talk about once upon a time. Thank you, because lunch by the sounds of it. I'm, um, I'm just once... getting ice. Just getting ice, guys. Just getting ice. <laughs> today so. we're going to talk about once upon a time in Hollywood, and. I was expecting this to be a bit of an argument because I I really liked it. And in fact, actually, further away from the film, I've actually liked it slightly more. But Ross uh, was not looking forward to it. And I'm not going to spoil right, it. Let's start, let's start again. Let's start again. Go I was dreading it. Like, was, yeah, you were dreading like, it. Like, I was dreading three hours of a cinema. I was dreading the new Tarantino film, which I, I really don't like saying because it makes me feel like I'm just being a contrarian when everyone's raving about him. And I think... The films are like, oh, fuck, please make these end. Uh, although they always have good bits. So I was genuinely dreading going to see it. And, uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, and we'll tell you exactly what happened after we do what we watched last. Da, 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 da. Oh, I'll we'll do that. I better get my phone on then. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't realise I was that. Whilst yeah. Robert Ross is prepping, uh, I've watched two films, obviously so, one so again, older. Yeah, so we're doing yes. older and most recent, right? Okay. Yes. So my older film I watched, because it's almost 15 years since it was released. That wasn't the reason mm. I watched it. It just popped up on my Netflix feed. Um, mm. But I watched Serenity. Oh, fuck it. Well, well hang on, which one? Uh, uh, obviously, obviously, there's only one, right? Wait, you don't mean, wait, you don't mean, do you mean the Joss Whedon one or do you mean the, the Matthew McConaughey thing? Joss Whedon one. You, you, know the Matthew, you know about the Matthew McConaughey thing? I know there is one called Serenity, it's yeah. unreal. Like, you, you need to I've see it. I've heard it's terrible. I mean, we I do need do, to see it. We should do a four-hour podcast on it. <laughs> like, at okay. least a four-hour podcast on it. That's a challenge. Um, but yes, I, I watched, watched the Joss Whedon uh, Serenity, and it still is an amazing film. It still gets me. Um, when Wash dies, it still gives me a little tear in the eye. Um Ooh. It's such a brilliant film. And it, do you know what? It's held up really well. Oh, of course. Yes, the effects are really good. And the fact that actually it's kind of Mal's fault that everyone almost dies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with his very cavalier approach. Um, but I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. And then uh, most recently, a new film I watched was Ma. Oh, I love Ma. 
Mom like, was brilliant. Yeah, and I know it's, it's okay. Like, brilliant's a bit harsh. Yeah, but brilliant's right. I loved it. Loved it a bit wrong, but I really, really, really liked it. Like I really so, liked it. Blumhouse, Diane right. Silver's fantastic. Diane Most, Silver, you have a lead. Yeah, she's, she's really amazing. good, and she's a so, British so, master. Yeah, she is. That's why I knew her from. So, um, so Blumhouse, right? Mm. Got to get the award for possibly one of the most consistent studios out there at the moment. Completely agree. Because their films aren't always amazing, and they're never amazing. I'm trying to find. Well, but I like that. Right? Yeah. So here's the thing. I weirdly, I recently, like the other day, went on a bit of a Blumhouse. What haven't I seen from Blumhouse? And there's a film called Delirium with Topher Grace from last year. I was like, I haven't even heard of it. So I've I've gone and got it, sort of thing. Um, sure. And it looks amazing. Like it looks really, like it's a really interesting premise. All of their films have interesting premises. Yes, uh, not, they work from mean, a good mean, premise back, don't they? I, I don't mean shops. I mean, like, a premise, like the yeah. idea. Yeah, but they, they kind of take a good premise. And this, apparently, Mark came from the fact that the director spoke to uh, Octavia Spencer and she was like, you know, I fucking hate the fact I'm never given a lead role. Right, yeah. And amazing. so they gave her a lead role and they came up with this really... Mark was like, it was it was thoroughly enjoyable. Not People, what I expected at all. Well, but the thing that they don't emphasise at all, and maybe that's a good thing, and I don't want to spoil it, is it's a revenge film. Yeah, totally. It's actually, it's actually a revenge film, but it doesn't seem like that's what it is. But that's kind of cool, maybe. Maybe that's a good thing. Um, Luke Evans was pretty cool in it as well. And yeah, Diane Silver, she's rapidly like, she's going to be massive. Like, I yeah, think well, she's gonna be funny enough, there's smart, another but... there's another actress that we're going to talk about later that I have a similar opinion of uh, from once upon uh, a time. Yeah, I'm sure. Same here. She's going to be gigantic. Um, so those are my two uh, two cracking films. Um, go for Ross. <laughs> go for Ross. Um, would it be great if one day you skyped me for one of these podcasts and like my PA came over and I went, hold for Mr. Boyask? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't be. Um, no, no, uh, it wouldn't be. Okay, so oh, that's interesting. So the most recent film that I have seen, as in, as in the newest released film that yep. I have seen, is Angel Has Fallen. <laughs> have you seen it no but i really enjoyed it like properly I, like like i have my opinions of the different fallen films uh <laughs> what my, as in the first one was, wasn't as good as white house down the second right, one was yeah, utter yeah. fucking horseshit yeah um although, although one of my favorite actors who i've worked with is in london as well <laughs> but yeah, no, no, but I mean, yeah look, I, mean, I mean it still doesn't change the fact it is a no, terrible yeah. fucking film yeah, it's pretty ropey. I mean, but, to, to the point but, where I think I'd actually rather watch White. Uh, I'd actually rather watch um, He Who Dares over White uh, uh, over London's Fallen because at least no, He I, Who Dares I, I still is, think, is I still funnier. Think I still think you have a very strange obsession with those films. I have but an insane obsession. It's really with odd. Them. It's odd to me. They are my the room. I genuinely forget they exist until we bring them up. I, I feel like I'm living in like a Twilight Zone version yeah. of the world. Um, where they I, are genuinely my the room. You're like Burg- Burgess Meredith, obsessed with books, but you're obsessed with He Who Dares. <laughs> like, these terrible films. It's um, fine. Um, oh, what was I going to say? So, no, but here's the thing. I mean, Olympus has fallen. It's like, because I watched them again in the run-up. Yeah, Olympus has fallen. Is, if, if White House Down didn't exist, Olympus has fallen would be great. Like, I mean, that is great. Like, the opening of Olympus has fallen is fantastic. I think it's easy to forget just how fucking crazy the body count is and how full on. And it, I think how full on actually both of the first two films are full on action films. Yeah. Re- regardless of what the opinion of the films are. But here's the thing about the third one. So, first of all, you absolutely do not need to have seen the first two films at all. You, <laughs> you just simply. But I don't. I like that. Like, you don't need to have seen them. Um, Because Morgan Freeman is now inexplicably president. Not that there's any bad thing about that, but 
They, they don't explain any. There's no setup. Has he not played the president? Like, no, no, but no, but I mean, no, I know he wasn't in the previous one. But... Yeah. But is well, he well, played but, like the president in loads of films? Yeah, but that's not what I'm getting at. I mean, as in the universe of this, like the, the okay. story universe of these three films, <laughs> they don't explain how he became president. Like, because he's been in the other films and suddenly he's president. There's nothing wrong with okay. that. It's just they don't. They, they, I'm not kidding. There is no setup. You realise this all. isn't an Angel Has Fallen podcast. No, no, well, it might be. Um, <laughs> but so, but no, what I'm getting at is you don't need to see the first film, first okay. two films, sorry. Yeah. Secondly. Nick Did Nolte. you like it? I really, really, really enjoyed it. I'm trying like, to get to what's the time in Hollywood, right, damn it. Give me a fucking minute. Hang on. Give me a fucking minute. Uh, Nick Nolte's amazing. It's much funnier than you think it's going to be. Like, it's properly funny. And the action, because it's Vic Armstrong action. Oh, holy nice. Shit. Mate, holy shit. I really recommend okay. it. Like, um, and, and then and, and one tiny little extra thing. Uh, a lot of people from the Vengeance films and other friends are in it, which is cool. Uh, and yeah, secondly, no. secondly, um, a lot of it is shot at Bentwaters, which is RAF Bentwaters where we shot Vengeance too. So that's oh, what's cool. cool. Um, so I, that was kind of my issue with White House. Uh, sorry, um, Olympus has fallen and London has fallen. Was they were Ooh. utterly to the least, like they had no sense of humour whatsoever. They were kind of straight, weren't they? Um, well, it was White House yeah. down had fucking someone out yeah. the top of a limo with a with a president out the top of a limo with a rocket launch or something I equally mean, as stupid. I mean, White House Down may be, I'm probably going to get flack for this, Maybe the closest to being the best Die Hard clone. Yeah. In, ter- in oh, terms, of, in terms oh, of tone speed. and everything. Yeah, but, no, but I think I think White House Fallen is more fun than Speed. But that's anyway, let's not get into that. that <laughs> let's, let's do... Let's wow. do I, really, I really genuinely think it might Hold be. on, hold um, on. Dang! And yeah, the more fun. The gauntlet has been dropped. The gauntlet has been dropped. I think it's got a better villain and all sorts of things. Anyway, forget oh, it. Oh, anyway, wow. I, I, think it does, a, I think it does. I think it does. And I keep forgetting you don't Jason like Terminator Jason. 2 as well, so... Oh, wait, wait, wait. I like Terminator 2, but Terminator is a much better film. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the other film? Anyway, fucking hell. So the most recent film, like the film I saw most recently, which is older, is uh, Last Night at the uh, Fighting Spirit Film Festival, which, just quickly, if you have, if you like martial arts films in the UK and you don't attend Fighting Spirit Film Festival, I'm really fucking angry at you, and you should fucking show up, because I'm really getting annoyed of posting things when people on Facebook say, oh, I really wish I could come. Why? Why aren't you coming? It's, it's like, fucking amazing. buy a ticket. Just, just buy a ticket, motherfucker. <laughs> Even if you don't come, but support the festival, pricks. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> like, because I love everyone there, and it's fucking great. But the point I'm getting to is the most recent film that I saw uh, is Dragons Forever, which is the Jackie oh, Chan. It's fucking amazing, and it's 31 years later, uh, and um, and it looks amazing on the big screen. It, it was a little, it's a little bit ropey here and there, but. Yeah, a bit cheap and cheerful, but it looks fantastic. The fight scenes are obviously brilliant. The thing I've forgotten most about Dragons Forever is, it's a, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a fun knockabout com- like action comedy with Jackie Chan. The fights are quite serious, though, which is nice. And it is extraordinarily rapey. Like, it's, it, 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 it's rapier than the accused. <laughs> wow, there, yeah, there's like, a quote. I'm going to end, end up taking ten minutes to explain it. Okay. Dragons, right? Dragons Forever is a really entertaining film, but I really had forgotten just how rapey it is. Uh, but if you like fight scenes, it doesn't matter. Okay, I mean, th- there's a quote for the poster, right? Um, yes, entertaining but rapey. <laughs> it, makes, it makes the accused look like uh, I don't know, like oh, uh, wow. Sean the Sheep. Sean the Sheep. 
or something. It's so wanky. Okay. Um, actually, technically, that's not the last film we saw because you watched a load of bad British gangster screeners, um, which we won't talk about. But I just saw your oh, post. No, 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 that no, made me no, laugh no, to fuck. No, no, Dragon's Rave was after those. Okay, but that just your post on Facebook. It's just, I just, I just knew yeah. the exact type of film that you were watching. Anyway, on the subject of that, and actually linking quite nicely because the person responsible for most of those films is Quentin Tarantino. We yeah. both have seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think I have indicated quite openly that I think it's his best film since Jackie Brown. I actually enjoyed it, and the further away from the film I've got, I've actually uprated it within my top five for the year so far. I really enjoyed it. Ross, what did you think? So, as mentioned previously, I was really worried about the running time. I was really worried about it being the next Tarantino film that I don't like. And I was also, you know, and, and I was also worried about things like, I, I saw a trailer for it and I thought the trailer was genuinely terrible. Like, like I couldn't figure out why it was terrible. Now I think it's probably because they just don't want to tell you what actually happens in the film. See, I possibly like the trailer. But well, I, I don't know which one you saw, and I don't know which one I saw. But, but, um, but look, regardless of that, I went in with genuine trepidation, uh, and I loved every single scene. Like I loved every every bit of it. I think it's nine out of ten, and I think that it is his. Yeah, absolutely, his best film after Jackie Brown, and that includes Pulp Fiction. And I know how soon it is to say that because Pulp Fiction has held up over time. Like Pulp Fiction's have that. Well, like now, controversially, yeah. yes and no. I mean, no, what I mean, what I mean is the qualities that have made Pulp Fiction good, I think, still. Yeah, but up, have you watched it recently? Yeah, I did. I watched it last. So uh, it no, still two months ago. Drags a bit in the middle. Oh no, no, it does. No, no. Look, I'm not saying it's perfect, but I think that overall, the stuff that makes it good is still good. Like, like, yeah. If you if you get what I'm getting at, like the qualities of it, and it has become. Like sincerely, I think that pop fiction has now genuinely become timeless, which I think it always was because of the way it was sort of period, but not period in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Sense, and I think now that it really, it really is a period film, and it kind of that's why it holds. I think I think it holds up better than some of his more recent films, even though they are period films. If that makes sense, I'm probably not making any sense. I'm very tired. no, no, no. I I totally know what you mean, right? Um, and it is. Don't get me wrong. It is a great film. Um, I think. I, 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 I'm still questioning whether um, actually it kind of goes Jackie Brown, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction or Jackie Brown, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs. I'm, um, I th- I th- that's a really good question. And I think, I think it's still Pulp Fiction only because like, like second, simply because of how much of a jump it was from Reservoir Dogs. If that might, like Reservoir Dogs still holds up extremely well. Oh, incredible. Like really, really, really well. And again, it feels like a period film now as well for some reason. Um, it, You know, Reservoir Dogs as a tight movie holds <laughs> up extremely well. I think Pulp Fiction beats it only only because, and it, it's, a, it's an opinion, only simply because there's so much of it and so much of it is great, Yeah, if that makes sense. And Reservoir Dogs does still sort of feel like a first film. If that yeah, makes sense. and that's just, nothing, not, not nothing against it. It just, yeah, I'm just saying, if you've got to, if you've got to give a reasoning to play position them, that's yeah. All. Um, interesting point about uh, interesting fact about Reservoir Dogs, they actually wore their own clothes. So that tracksuit that Chris Penn's in is his own tracksuit. That is actually pretty cool. That is great. I read ten yeah. facts you didn't know about Reservoir Dogs yesterday. That was that my favourite. Anyway, really cool. back to uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, it's do you know what? Right, I. I like films where you hang out with people. As well, long as the people you yes. hang out with are interesting. 
Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think as long as, as long as it's yeah, you're right. As long as they're engaging and, and you're not. And, they, and yeah, and what they yeah. so so in this film there's there's a and we can do spoilers. I put a spoiler one up. So in this yeah, film there's there's a really extended bit where like um Brad Pitt's is fixing an aerial on a roof, right? It's one of the best scenes of the film. <clears throat> it's one of the best scenes of the film. And all he's doing is he's shirtless, which I mean that's nice, but he's shirtless and fixing an aerial and sort of looks briefly at uh, Margot Robbie. And and like like the, the driving around, the hanging out with characters. I love the way Tarantino used the radio and the, the the music and the soundtrack is basically load of mono versions of songs as you would have heard them in the car stereo, which is quite clever to be so, fair. So I don't know if you know about this. Uh, I was sort of with a uh, friend Greg Burridge uh, yesterday. Oh, I know Greg. Yeah, and he um he was saying how he he, he went driving the other day. <clears throat> down to Kent and he had on Spotify apparently has a playlist I think he said Spotify a playlist of the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood um, soundtrack including like the radio ad like all the old radio adverts yeah that that's just like the soundtrack and it's, and it's but it's like a radio edit of it so it's like how you would have heard it in the film if that makes yeah, sense I mean the soundtrack's quite that's like right. that to be fair yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's I mean it's it great amazing. It's amazing. It's so, amazing. so let's talk cast right um, <clears throat> Leonardo DiCaprio one of his best performances his best performances, yeah. So the, the scenes with the little girl who is going to be oh my fucking gigantic god, like fucking gigantic. She wasn't the one I was talking about earlier though. Oh, but, well, that's who I was talking about. But okay. yeah, but, I mean but, she was. But there's that. Cracking. There's that. But also the scenes when they are filming the pilot, the scenes when they're filming the pilot, his acting, and, and, and not just his acting as Leonardo DiCaprio or whatever, like his performance. But the stuff that's happening, one of the things I thought was amazing about those scenes where they're in the, you know, the saloon filming the pilot yeah. was the acting for that pilot, given the time period, is so much ridiculously better than it would have been. Yes, so much. But, but, but that's what we're... But so, so, some of the, so and, and sorry, going backwards to connect this a little bit, there's that wonderful scene in the trailer or in the makeup room, or where I presume it's a trailer, where he meets Nicholas Hammond. Nicholas Hammond, for fuck's sake. Nicholas Hammond replacing Burt Reynolds. Like, what the fuck? That was amazing. Um, but there's a scene where Hammond is talking about like how they're gonna dress him and make up put the tash on him. Yeah, and yeah. it's all and it's all sounding terrible. And then he looks amazing. Like, all looks he looks superb. absolutely amazing. And, and so again, much better than he did in like the hateful eight. Yeah. Well, oh, sorry, not hateful eight. Um Django. Well, yeah. But but like oh well, yeah that's I mean obviously it's, I, I keep forgetting about that connection because I hate that film. Um actually I shouldn't say hate I just don't think it's anything. No no but I, what, I I hate hateful eight and Jack. But, but, uh, but but like first of all yeah he looks amazing and is rocking that look so well and doesn't quite understand he is and I love that too like I love that and then the scene with a little girl with the book and all that stuff and uh, then Julia Butters. Yeah her. she's fucking great she needs to change that surname but fucking hell like. It's going to be as Julia Butters soon. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, but like, like, and and then the scenes when they're filming the the the, the pilot, and when he kind of fucks up, and then he comes back, he gets it brilliantly. And then even the moment when she says to him, "That was the best acting I've ever seen," and you absolutely buy her. She's eight. Yeah, and and you buy matter. him she, when he 100%. cries. Yeah. I my heart was just like. I know. Oh my god. Um. So. I mean that was great. Um, Brad That's Pitt is just—he's phenomenal in it. He's phenomenal in it, and he does um, so little in it. So what I love is what I love is his. Ex- <laughs> this sounds like such a weird thing to say. His expression in almost every scene 
is the same. He's doing Roger Moore. Like, as, yeah. in, as in every scene he's in, he reacts the same. You know when there's that really amazingly tense scene when he goes to the Manson camp? Oh, my God. Right. That is but, the but, scene of the year, right? But the look on his face, even though it's <clears throat> horrible and tense, is just this sort of slightly doofy look. But so, you, know he's, you know he's not being doofy, but the look on his yeah. face that is affected is this kind of doofy, just checking in, like, like kind of look. And it works it, like just extraordinarily well. So, like he does so little in it. He's like he's almost doing Ruffalo or something. How much would you, do you know like I mean? to see him do a horror? Tarantino do a horror film now? One hundred percent. Because that scene is one of the really tensest creepy. scenes of the year. Yeah. And nothing happens. And nothing happens. So uh, two other things. Um, so Margot Robbie, um, I thought was captivating in this film. So do I. I've heard these weird things about like her not talking. First of all, I know she only has a few lines. It's not about what she says. No. It's all about no. it's making us love her. We I love her in that film. And it's all about us being if anyone fucking understands the story of what was supposed to happen in the real world, yeah. yeah. You you should be I I was really scared for her. Yeah. I was like, oh my it was god. It's really scary. I know where this is to... going. Right, exactly. And I don't want it to go there because this girl Exactly, is... she's wonderful. Amazing. I yeah. even love that. It took me a couple of seconds to get around it, but I even love the fact they used the the original Sharon Tate footage. I was fine with it. I know, I know. It's kind of weird, but it's also because you are almost expecting to cut her in or something. But, it, but I isn't this part like, the whole dreamy kind it's of? It's a facade. Yeah, and, and and also even and I know this sounds crazy. I was even saying in my head, well, in the movie she would look different and she'd be made up and her hair's different. Yeah. Like, so it just it just didn't make me go, even though I know the reality. Yeah, it didn't bother me at all, and also her reactions to watching what was happening. Oh, it's just great. It's I was great. I wanted more Margot Robbie, and that's not yeah. that, yeah, that's, that's yes. genuinely not a slant at Tarantino. No, I get you. You, if you'd put more in, you would have you would have potentially spoiled what he did. Some, so actually, some... the fact I wanted more made me happy because I was like, that, that's perfect, right? You should want more of something you love. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly even wanting more. Here's the other thing. Someone said to me, I mean, look, and I, man, it was just the one person to me, was like the whole you know, having Steve McQueen talk about her. Blah, blah. I was like, yes, exactly. You don't want her talking about her. No. Like The like, Steve McQueen bit was cool, it's easy, man. It's easy, it's easy for me to say that. I, I'm not I'm not trying to, again, I'm not trying to be contrarian to other people's views. I just, it was like, yes, because you can't, having that relationship explained between her and the two guys, you don't want them talking about it you want someone dare i say slightly gossiping about them yeah. at a hollywood party that's what you want like that's totally. the way to present it so, because that's where they live like that's how things are so um the, the other person one person i want to single out um and then we'll move on to a specific scene that's caused a lot of controversy um <laughs> Hang on, it's caused, assuming it's what i think it was controversy with like i know 13 people who are pretending no 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 it's big I mean, oh, even okay. Hermo picked it up on his review on it. Oh, um, so, so the one I think that I think the breakout star of this film for me is Margaret Qualley, uh, who played Pussycat. Oh, she's yeah, she's great. I've yeah, seen no, her in a right. couple she of is things. Great. She, she was is great, great in um, the Leftovers. Yes. Uh, or Leftovers, I think it's called, not the it's Leftovers. Just called, it's just that, Leftovers, yeah. Yeah, it would that would be a different type of thing, wouldn't it? It'd be about someone's dinner that they didn't eat. food. Yeah. <laughs> but as Pussycat in this film, yeah, she was as captivating for me as Margot Robbie. Yeah, no, she was good. There's just something really 
beautiful in her performances and she's Andy McDowell's daughter and if I t- when I tell you I that, can see that I can see that I can see that but she was oh, just yeah. fantastic the and that relationship was, yeah. with her and Brad Pitt like was was really interesting they had they had weird chemistry that you can imagine maybe if Brad Pitt was 20 years younger. Oh, yeah. They'd be fucking like wildcats. Definitely. Because they, you know, when you just see that chemistry between people, mm. they, had, yeah. they had that. The only thing I will say, and it's small and I don't care, but it's only because we know, is the foot fetish stuff was still absurd. Like it was oh, absurd. Oh, my God. That it was absurd. Ridiculous. It was absurd because it was so much of it. And but, so obvious. And you yeah, could lose so, that, yeah. right? Yeah, you could. So let's talk so, about Bruce Lee. Like, uh, really? Is that, is that the bit you're talking about? Yeah. It's nothing. Who gives a shit? I mean, literally, who gives a shit, right? It's it's Clint, Cliff, sorry, remembering. It's Cliff's memory. It's not him. It's not, it's not the character. It's his memory of it. Also, it led to his downfall. Like, like, if we we want to talk about how arrogant Bruce Lee was, Bruce Lee, anyone who doesn't think Bruce Lee was arrogant sort of needs to get a reality check. (laughs) But I'm just, I'm not, I'm not not trying to negative him. I'm just saying he was, he was very talented and, if, if people don't think he was arrogant with that, I think they just need to get their head checked. They seem yeah. to think he was like this spiritual guy. Fuck off, idiots. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, but seriously, because like he's a person, like stop it. Um, and, and even if he was, whatever, you don't know. It's just, uh, fuck off. So he, he just, he, he's, the whole scene leads to Cliff's downfall, right? Like even yeah. if he was arrogant and said that shit about Cassius Clay, which would be fucking stupid if he did, but why not? Because some people are fucking stupid. And even if Cliff, did whoop his? Who cares? It's a movie. It doesn't matter. It's that's like that's like being like. And it's not a real movie. This is a movie it's where Sharon movie. Tate doesn't exactly. die at the end, right? Exactly. So exactly. nothing about this film is real. It's a film no, where Margot Robbie as Sharon Tate goes to watch the cinema of yeah. the real Sharon Tate on screen. Exactly. It's a confection, and also it's like not even ninety. It's barely ninety seconds of screen time. And it's it's a and really it's a, good scene. And it's a really really good scene. The look on the look on uh, Mike Mo's face. When uh, the guy says, when they, when they say to him, he got away from with killing his wife, was fucking amazing. That was fucking great. And like, it, it it's just immaterial. It's ridiculous. And people go, oh, so many people. Really? What are they idiots? It was a good scene, and it right. made me, it made me laugh. And do you know what? Like, I look at it as, I read it as, this is Cliff remembering. If I remember is something, that, is that? Is it, even if you look at it, like that is what's happening. He's on yeah. the rooftop thinking about that scene. Yeah, he cuts and back to rooftop. <laughs> And if like, I if I remember something I did twenty years ago, chances are I'm going to kind of overplay my role. And also, like, we're the hero in our own story. There's all this stuff. We're the so hero. T- he was talking and, smack about one of our greatest boxers. Fuck yeah. Him. I, and he's stupid I enough was, to make it a fight. And he's stupid enough to make it a fight. And, and people have said he's racist. People have said that like Shannon Shannon Lee's come out and kind of gone. It's, well, it's really well, she probably has, but she didn't. She sell Bruce Lee's image for like whiskey or something. Like, well, and and this, this is this is always my issue, right? Such it bonus. tarnishes the it tarnishes the reputation of someone when you don't pay for them, right? Right. When that you don't get the check for it. When or, you get the check even, for it, or, yeah, exactly. It's just nonsense. It's, but I loved it. It, it. Oddly, it was one of my favourite scenes in the movie because it just made me smile because it was so funny and. Kurt Russell is so good in this. He's and fucking great. And also, everyone. Zoe Bell, Zoe Bell was fucking yeah. great. I'm, Zoe Bell was actually terrifying. I'm sad that Burt Reynolds didn't get to be in this film. I know. 
I know. And also, it's the fact that Cliff is mostly based on sort of Burt Reynolds yeah. stories as well. And well, amazing. yeah, it's kind of Burt Reynolds and um, Hal Needham, isn't it? That's it kind is, of like the whole. Is. And 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 this is this is my thing, right? I I like as a last movie, this would have been just. I mean, the last movie star was actually his last kind of proper movie. I loved, I loved him in that. And that's a brilliant sign off. Adam, Adam yeah, and this would have just been. Well, this would have been like another almost like boogie nights for him. Because yeah. the sad thing about the sadness about him disassociating himself from that film, it was very sad because he's so fucking good in it. And then he somehow, for some reason, distanced it. I don't know if it was because yeah, I, 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 it's weird. Very sad. Um, so, 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 like, what was the controversial scene you were talking about? That's the one I was. That's the one I thought you were referring to. Oh, okay, good, cool. And then obviously the 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 other real thing of note is is the ending where um one hundred percent it takes the best swerve ever. And it, you know, it, I didn't expect it, and I I didn't no. like it until I left, and I was like, oh, I adored it. I was so because the I was of just violence, like, oh yeah, no, no, the violence was great, but it was for oh, me Randy it, stuff. But for Randy me, it was stuff. like oh. you pulled this in. Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, exactly. We've well, got the flamethrower. <laughs> yeah, and it's like actually, you've already pulled this trick. It's a bit lazy to do it again. But then when I left, I was like, no fuck, I don't want Sharon Tate to die. I adored it. I thought it was fucking amazing. And, and, and also, and also, um, it's so much fun, right? Well, I had people. I had people again. I don't. I had people. I've seen <laughs> complaints about about like the scene. I've, I've, I've seen this. There's a scene. People. Um, Brad Pitt feeding Randy. And I'm like, first of all, we're seeing how he lives. Yeah. Secondly, secondly, if you don't get how important that scene is compared, like, like when you relate it to the last scene, then again, what are you, what are you, it shows the absolute control he has. And it's yeah. demonstrated even further in that final scene. When he clicks his fingers, that oh, was brilliant, amazing. wasn't it? That was fucking amazing. So when I say amazing, amazing, like amazing. Yeah, let me qualify and say the scene in itself, by itself, is phenomenal. And okay, I think maybe it could have done with a few less smashing heads into into the wall. No, no, double. Um, I was, I was, I was amazed by that. I was like, oh my god, they're going there. But you know, I, I in, in, as a scene of an in itself, and then when he gets the flamethrower out, That's I was, I literally, I was like, oh fuck she, yeah. she, the one he, that that girl who he, who who get, she gets so badly fucked up, and like the sheer agony she's in. Yeah. I'm not joking. Is I enjoy, it, I enjoyed that pain so because these people are fucking scumbags. Is that like, not, not just, the best? I love gun it, ever. A, yes, yes, it is, <laughs> and it's also, but it's also there's like. There's this quality of these three psychos who are just fucking pure evil, yeah. who we think as an audience are about to commit that act and, and you know, and all that stuff, who are horrible and shouldn't get away with it. And then they don't get away with it. That was the most satisfying. Like, like it's almost like it's almost like a revenge film. But isn't a revenge film. Well, like, it's a revenge like, film for, for something what that doesn't happened. even happen. Yeah, it's like a revenge film for real life. Yeah, it was yeah, utterly yeah. amazing. But utterly if amazing. you contextualize it right, that that event changed Hollywood completely. Mm-hmm. It changed the way films were made. It changed the way films film stars were made. It changed everything. This is Tarantino saying, actually, this is what the life would have been like if that had never happened. And that right. last scene with um, Leonardo DiCaprio um, yes, as Rick meeting Margot Robbie and by yeah. extension you, you know that kind of Polanski would probably have put him in a film uh, yeah. potentially Polanski might not fuck the 14 year old 
looks like for, for real world meets for fake world as well. Yeah, yeah. But you know, Polanski really may not have gone down the route. He went no, down. And what a different world it would have been. Um, I also, talk, just, before we talk sorry, about this. Sorry, super, super quick, super quick. On the Bruce Lee scene, the other thing to remember is, for what it's worth, that scene is the downfall of Cliff. Like, he will never work, he'll yeah. never work again. Bruce Lee then goes on to be one of the world's biggest stars, like, <laughs> from that moment. And again, people are complaining. Yeah. Do you know what I'm getting at? Like, it's like, what well, you're not thinking, you're not using your brain. The, the whole like, Cliff Gillespie thing was odd. Yeah. I quite like that, though. I like it, but it, it gave a, a weirdly dark undertone to someone that you like a lot. Exactly. And again, I get it, right? Oh, and also like, the comics, we all have that dark comic, side. And the comics in his trailer. I, don't know, I just loved it. I was like, yep, that's cool. Um, <laughs> so, do you know what? The more we talk about it, the more, the more I fucking love this film. I haven't stopped. I'm not kidding. I have not stopped thinking about it. It is, it is nine out of ten. Like there are bits in it for sure. I think could have been done differently. Yes, and I bad. definitely would like to see less shot of feet because. Yeah, I agree. That's the one. If I'm going to be blunt, that's that. And it's but it's only because we know really. Yeah, well, this is it. Like, if he didn't know, know, you like, think I know that. that he's probably sitting there jacking off to that footage, and you're like, that's really uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't want yeah. to know that this is Tarantino getting off. Yeah, that's true. It's like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm not going to you know, be like, be like, like some d- director who had a like, like shit porn putting that in every film. And you'd be like, yeah, I think I think I get it. I think I don't are need you it. Try, are you trying to say something about my most recent work? Hey, hey, you know, <laughs> there was that deleted I mean, scene. In, there was a deleted scene in Vengeance, Ross, that you made me do. I don't, um, yeah, I made you do. <laughs> I don't mind you complaining. I, mean, I don't that. know why you had to shit on me. That was weird. There was just a whole metaphorical thing going on there. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I, even I don't know. Like I don't know, but it just felt right. It just, <laughs> it just felt good. Um, to any of any of Mum's friends who are still listening to this podcast, <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. Um, that's it, it really. I mean, right. great last film for Luke Perry as well. It really was. Like all thing, all things considered, really, really, really was. He was great in it. Um, and uh, how odd that the, the uh, Charles Manson is Charles Manson in this and the TV show. Um, I think was there people? Was it you even who said something? There's a shot in a trailer that isn't in the film or something where he waves at the, uh, Brad Pitt or someone else in it maybe. Yeah. No, some, so there's some I, shot. It, there was more apparently. There was kind of other scenes in there. Oh. Okay. Um, with with them, but I mean, like it, it's it's a great cut. I I mean, yeah, it's. Yeah, even like Michael Madsen being back. That was uh, great. That was really great. <laughs> and it had Scoot McNary in. It had um, yeah, I love Scoot. McNary. So many like like, uh, what I really liked as well is there's loads of loads of like the Manson family were second generation actresses or actors. So Maya yeah. Hawke was in it. Yeah. Um, you had Harley Quinn Smith in it. Um, yeah. obviously um Margaret um. Margaret Qualley's in it. There's all these yeah. kind of second... Yeah, um, I like that. And it's well, kind of... It like, you that, well, again... But Hollywood, right? Well, Hollywood. And also, and again, one of the best comparisons is Nashville. I've never something about Nashville. Nashville is a film... I mean, it's, it's, it's more of a slug. Like, I've never, I never found a moment of this a slog. Nashville's sometimes a bit of a slog, but it's all about... It's kind of like people's lives. And it's all yeah. these incredibly famous people who are now, come, like famous actors who basically seen country and western events and write their own songs and all sorts of stuff and there's a lot of slice of life about it and yeah. it's it's very oh. very similar 
And James Remar was in it. He's not second yeah. generation. Uh, Rumor Willis was the other one I was trying to think of. Yeah. She is. But I mean, great cast. So uh, I, I'm 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 pleasantly surprised that you you really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I'm pleasantly surprised that I really enjoyed it because fuck me, you know, it's it, I've waited since Jackie Brown for a good Tarantino film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I you know it, it's good. However. Can we just quit this, my last film, 10th film no, by... I, I don't listen to any of that shit. I can't remember. It's like, when it, you know, you just hear the ninth film by Quentin Tarantino. No, it's his 10th film. In fact, technically, it's his 11th or 12th thing he's doing. But anyway, right? Yeah, let's get over it. Um, and people need to just lighten the fuck up. Um, yeah. Genuinely, the Bruce Lee thing was funny. <clears throat> genuinely, Margot Robbie... It was funny. Think- it was funny. It was funny, and it informs you about brad pitt's character totally it's just so weird um so yeah so I'm, i've got an interesting one i don't know how to place this in my pantheon of tarantino films i think it still sits for me jackie brown pop fiction reservoir dogs this i feel like this might come i think this is top three i really do at the moment i really do and maybe it's just because he's developed so much further i don't know i don't know I, I genuinely think it might be Jackie Brown, this Pulp Fiction slash Reservoir Isn't it funny, I though? I really that... do. I really think I might. I look, I know it's really early to say that. I just, it feels, yeah. I've not stopped thinking about it. But isn't it funny that for everything that we would normally criticise a film for, mm-hmm. long runtime, meandering, oh, yeah. Yeah. zero, I mean, but, genuinely but here, zero here's... plot. But here's the other thing, actually. I don't think it's meandering. I really don't. I think each scene has a reason. But, like, it is long. Like, it's definitely long. And but, it could have been shorter, for sure. But there's no question. But but then again, there was not a single scene that I went, oh, I don't need that. I really I really mean that. Like, I didn't... And I'm thinking, I'm trying to think in the, you know, backwards. Okay, you could say some of them could, you know, some of the driving bit, yeah, it could have been shorter. But I don't see any reason not to have that scene in, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like because it's if you're looking at their lives, then it's a very, it's a clearly a very big part. Most of the time, Brad Pitt's in that car. Well, not most, but an awful well, lot a lot of, of time. time. A lot of that time. So it's part of what he does. Like, and, and again, I'm not saying it's. I don't, who's but to it's say so weird, crucial? This is genuinely, what we would criticise. A this is exactly what no we criticise. There's no question. Like yeah, hateful no eight for right. Yeah. Um, hateful eight is like. Nothing happens. It's fucking boring. I'm not sure. I'm not. Um, so here, my thing about Hateful Eight is I genuinely think it can just start when they all enter the cabin. I don't think you need the stagecoach bit at the beginning. I think, but, it's, 30, I think it's an hour and 30 minute film. It's Reservoir Dogs. Well, this and is it the literally thing. is Reservoir love, Dogs in I love three hours. Mystery. Well, this is the problem. Like, I love the murder mystery western aspects. I think the casting is. And I think they make an amazing use of the cabin. Like, I think the way it's shot, it does not feel like a one location movie. But yeah, it should have probably been it should have probably been two hours on the nose or something. Like, and, and all I mean by that is, if you're going to make it like this sort of sitting room murder mystery thing, fine. You didn't need that weird intermission. You, you definitely don't need Tarantino voicing over what's happening when we come back. Like that bit was just that bit to me was the worst bit. That was the worst offense. It was like he felt he went, I've got to put myself in the film or something. I hate yeah. that. But actually, as a movie. I'm like, I, I, all I'm going to say is I, I just I liked it more than the previous couple for whatever reason. And and again, this was that same thing where I went into it going, oh, fuck, really? And I, yeah. and I came out of it not hating it, but it, with the caveat of, yeah, it's definitely too long. 
but I, I think the charm of the murder mystery western and the cast overall. Oh, I, I look back at my review of it, I gave it a five out of ten. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. For me, it's probably like a six and a seven on a generous state. Like it's probably a six for me. For me. And um, hey, do you know what? If you want, you can even watch the extended version I know. on Netflix. I've been, I've been half thinking. No, I've been half thinking about it though because. They're one-hour episode, whatever they are. Yeah, it and probably I'm, would work like, better, a four, right? A four-hour mini-series doesn't sound terrible to me. Like, like a Quentin Tarantino, if you take it objectively, a four-hour Quentin Tarantino mini-series doesn't sound bad. Not really. So are you feeling more or less confident now about The Irishman, being that The Irishman is 100 and 210 minutes long? I am absolutely not going to go and see that in the cinema. At you this don't point, need to be on Netflix. At this point, at this point. Yeah, but I want to see that film in the cinema. But I'm not going to go into <laughs> a, a three and a half hour film. I, I'm just not like the reviews would have to be. The problem is the reviews would have to be so good that I simply wouldn't believe them to go and see well, the cinema. Well, I mean, we've had because this discussion because, because we've been talking about them. Joker. I wouldn't believe right? that they could. Yeah. And Joker has been getting across the board. I just don't, but I don't. Amazing it just won, didn't, it, didn't it just win the top prize at Venice as well? Like yeah, the top yeah. prize. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, and they're already okay. talking like Heath, uh, sorry, Heath Ledger. Fucking hell. Already talking Whacking Phoenix for Oscar. Oscar now, of course here's an interesting one, right? Well, it could be good. Like, I'm not, I've never said it can't be that good, but just come on. What the fuck? But maybe it is. Be, lay yourself open for it. I'll tell you what, though, right? Mm. This could be the first time. That an actor wins an Oscar for playing the exact same character. Yeah, I know what you mean. Two actor, two actors, so same character. character. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. it doesn't count for, tell or even what, nominated. I'll tell you what, Joaquin, if you get yourself knocked off, you're almost guaranteed. <laughs> and on that note, Ross, where can our lovely people find out? I didn't mean to, but I didn't mean to butt in on your last thought. I just like go, on, Joaquin, kill yourself. Um, By the way, just sorry. to say, The Irishman. I'm genuinely, I am looking forward to it. Like Robert De Niro, Anna Paquin, Al Pacino, no, no. Uh, like Stephen Graham, Pesci, Keitel, Bobby Cannavale. I mean, fuck me. What a cast. I know. And I'm just, it's Scorsese. And it's I gay. know. And it's like, like, again, Scorsese has made very few bad films. I mean, Pacino playing Hoffa, you know. I'm like Jesse I mean, Clemens. By the way, Jesse Clemens. Oh, Jesse Clemens, yep. Love Jesse. I mean, I have genuinely not seen a film of his I didn't think was at least good, um, and some ex most excellent. I'm probably the few people. <laughs> <who> <laughs> most excellent. Most excellent. Anyway, Ross, where can our lovely, uh, lovely people find out more about you? Oh, no, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to go TV Irishman. Um, <laughs> hey, fuck! Um, I'm seeing it Chapter Two this afternoon, and that's meant to be near wanna... three hours and not that good. Is it? Is it that about. long? Yeah. Oh no! I just yeah. finished watching part one again because I really loved it. It's amazing. I watched it again last week. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm just impressed because I might be seeing it tonight or the next few days. Um, what the fuck did you ask me? Where can people find out about you, bitch? Oh, that. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Um, if you look up, <laughs> I, I don't know why you'd want to, but if you look up at Ross Boyask on all the things and then at Evo Films UK on all the things because that's Evolutionary Films uh, and at Vengeance Film UK for this Vengeance Film franchise thing that I'm doing uh, and uh, please follow all of them and say hello and all that stuff you should say hello to us as well why don't we hear from any of you lot okay. yeah say hello uh, www.philsquickreview.co.uk and 
on Instagram. We are Ross and Phil Talk Movies. On Twitter, it's Phil Quick Review. Check us out on all of those things. Um, check out the podcast. Uh, all our back episodes are up, and we will be back shortly um, with another episode. Um, and I would have seen It Chapter 2, and I'll probably do an Insta take on that one because I think there'll be a lot to talk about. By the way, um, it's two hours, 49 minutes. It's longer are than one. Are you serious? Are you serious? It's longer than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's like it the, now, isn't that, isn't that like for the miniseries? It like, now sort of... is longer as two films than the miniseries was. That's what I mean. That's that's crazy. Why is it? What? It, it doesn't matter if it's good. I don't that's disagree with that. But By the way, the whole film film miniseries was three hours, 12 minutes. Right. So it's way longer than the, the series. Yeah way longer that is not promising no i mean i will see it because i really like um yes oh my brain ain't working uh like um anyway so look thanks for listening we'll be back uh go listen to tarantino and at some point before the next episode we'll have uh once upon a time in hollywood the whole bloody affair which will be both our once upon a time in hollywood episode stitched together into a longer one do you see what i did there oh do you see what i did there I do. Uh, right. This is Phil. Uh, this is Ross and Phil. See you later. <laughs> this is Phil. I was trying to think of it out. Bye. 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 Bye.